0: Welcome to the broadcast today. Thank you, thank you, thank you for beginning your week with this program. I appreciate your listenership so very much. I'd like to begin this week, and Lord willing, I might issue this particular challenge every day of this week, but I'd like to issue you a challenge. I'd like to read a note from you. What I'd actually like to do is, if enough of you respond I'd like to spend an entire 15-minute radio broadcast just reading notes from you folks. How can you send us a note? Now, of course, at the conclusion of the broadcast, the announcer will come on and give you our address, but I'd like to do that right now. Maybe you have a piece of paper, notepad nearby, and a pen or a pencil. Maybe you can open up your phone, open up a notes app in just a moment here, and jot down this address. I'd like to read your mail Here's our address. You can address your mail to Bible Tracks, Inc. Maybe mention radio broadcast there in the title so they know to direct it to my box. But P.O. Box 188 Bloomington, Illinois. Again, Bible Tracks, Incorporated, P.O. Box 188 Bloomington, Illinois. 61702 is the zip code. I'll mention that again at the conclusion of the broadcast for those that might have missed it, so stick around. But I'd like to read some mail from you. Mention to us, if you would, if this radio broadcast has been an encouragement to you. Would love to hear that. If you have a question about our ministry, I'd love to address that. I would love to take an entire 15-minute segment and address some questions, some comments, some concerns from you. I'd love to be a help in any way that we can. Again, P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. In the address line, Bible Tracks Incorporated. As we jump into our lesson today, we'll be in Galatians chapter number five. I have enjoyed so greatly our study through the book of Galatians, and I will join you there in just a moment. While you find your Bible and find your place there in Galatians chapter five, I'd like to read this letter we got in from James and Norma down in Texas. Here's what they said. Dear friends. Thank you so much for your recent newsletter. The title of that newsletter was God's Been Good to Bible Tracks. And I echo that statement again. God has been good to Bible Tracks Incorporated. James Enormous said, it blessed my heart. We were privileged to hear Dr. Paul Levine in the 1980s at Niceville, Florida, and was very impressed and blessed as he talked about the tract ministry. It's so amazing. That was 35, 40 years ago. Dr. Paul Levine was carrying the passionate burden for BTI down there in Niceville, Florida. Thank you so much, Miss Norma, for passing along this. She continues to say, We are unable to get out to give our tracks now because we are 88 years old, but would like to send an offering that others will be able to pass them out. I do put them in the mail, though, when I send mail. She says, God bless you all, spreading the wonderful word of God to those that have never heard the gospel. See, friend, that's why I'd like to get some mail from you. You say, I'm not going to be that much of a blessing. No, friend, you will be. Just the thought that it takes to jot a note down, to put it in an envelope, slap a stamp on there, write an address, and drop it in the mailbox means so much to us. I'm not exaggerating when I say that every single piece of mail that gets sent here gets read by at least one of our office staff. And anything addressed to me, I will read. I would love to read a note from you. Of course, you can give us a call as well, pass along a testimony. Our office staff would love to transcribe that down. Our phone number is 309-828-6888. But if you would, consider dropping a note in the mail I'd love to spend a day, a little later this month, just reading notes from our listeners. We would appreciate that so very gratefully. We will find our place in our Bible study in just a moment, but before we do that, I'd like to ask you a question. Have you ever been so incredibly sure about something, only to find out later on that you were mistaken, that you were wrong, that you were not correct. You know, there is a subject, there is a topic about which we should be absolutely sure that we are right. I'm holding a tract in my hand with a very studious, a very intent man on the cover. It seems that he's thinking about something. The title of this tract is, Seriously Speaking, You May Be Sincerely Wrong. I cannot speak for all of you, my listeners, but I can say for me, there have been times when I've been sure about something only to discover later on that I was incorrect. Did you know that there are people that slip off into eternity every day, actually every hour, almost every minute, every second just about, that believe they are on their way to heaven, that believe that they have done enough good works to earn their way into those pearly gates, on their merit alone. Did you know that good works, clean living, morality, religious ceremonies, baptism, church membership, or being a deacon or choir member cannot save you? The Word of God tells us, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, that salvation is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Friend, if you are trusting in your works to take you to heaven, then you are sincerely wrong. And furthermore, you're calling God a liar. I would not want to be crossways with the creator of all eternity. Can I tell you, friend, you might just need to read this tract. Seriously speaking, you may be sincerely wrong, this tract tells us, and I'd love to send you some of this completely free. Maybe what I'm saying does not quite make sense. Maybe it doesn't harmonize with what you've learned at the church you've attended. And I'd like you to read this tract. I'd like you to discover from the Bible, from God's word, not from what Micah McCurry, sitting here behind a radio microphone in Bloomington, Illinois, has to tell you. I want you to see what God has to tell you. And I'd love for you to go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org, BibleTracksInc. and order some of this tract right now, seriously speaking. Now, Christian friend, believer, brother in Christ, sister in Christ, maybe you know someone that has sincerely held religious beliefs that are sincerely wrong. Not because you want to be ugly or mean-spirited about it, but because they are crossways with the Bible. I'd suggest ordering 25, 50 of this tract. Maybe even just one would be enough and pass it out to somebody today. Order them today if you would. If you are unfamiliar with our ministry, first time listening to the broadcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate the fact that you would take time out of your day. But what you could do is order an entire sample packet. We'll send it to you for free. Our ministry is based upon the free distribution of gospel literature. We don't even charge you shipping. We'd love to send you a sample packet of 40 different tracks right now At the conclusion of the broadcast, the announcer will tell you how you can do that right now. Now, if you would, turn in your Bibles to the book of Galatians, chapter number 5. We are in chapter 5 of Galatians. We are nearing the conclusion of our study through Galatians, praying about where the Lord would take us after this. We'll see what he has for us. But Galatians 5, and we'll begin reading in verse number 7. Galatians 5 and verse number 7 says this, Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? This persuasion cometh not of him that calleth you a little leaven, leaveneth the whole lump. I'd like to return to verse number 7 for a moment. Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? Now, as we sit here, beginning of the week, let's give a little context. Let's review for just a moment. This book of Galatians, the authorship, the human pen of this book, of course, under the auspices and inspiration of the Holy Spirit was the Apostle Paul. He was also the spiritual father, the under-shepherd, the one who had led to the Lord these people at the churches of Galatia, who this letter, this epistle to the Galatians is addressed to. One of the main themes and topics of this entire book is the contrariness between the law and liberty. You see, law enslaves. Law binds up. Law chokes out grace. But liberty, on the other hand, the liberty that was given to us by Jesus Christ's shed blood on the cross, freely given to all. And the Galatians are struggling within themselves. And Paul is doing his absolute best to lead them from having their eyes turned aside to these Judaizers and legalists and people that want to prop up the old ways and rituals of the law. Paul is trying to lead them very kindly, very gently, but very firmly to the idea that liberty trumps all. And so we find here in verse number seven, Paul tells the Galatians, ye did run well. You've been doing a great job, but who Are they? Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? May I ask you, friend, very pointedly, who is it? What is it? What sort of circumstance do you put yourself in that hinders you from obeying the truth? We talked last week about laying aside every weight. We talked about the fact that we need to make sure that we are not entangled again with a yoke of bondage. But may I tell you, friend, That sometimes the yoke of bondage has a first name. Sometimes it's a person or people that are the ones that are hindering you. Paul did not ask the, the Galatians, what is it that hinders you? You see, it was not an object. It was not a practice. It was people. It was a person. Friend, may I tell you that in your service to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, there may come a time when you need to separate from some people because they hinder you. We have an opportunity, friend, to serve the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And the Bible tells us that if a man's life be extended upon the earth, he may live 70 or 80 years. Of course, some may push past that. Many, though, live less than that. Life is short. Life is but a vapor. I'm not telling you, friend, right here and right now that you need to cut off all contact with your family and your friends and you need to go join uh, a a commune or a compound and, and just cut yourself off and live like a hermit in the mountains. No, friend, that's not what I'm suggesting. But your ability, your discernment to realize that there are some that are hindering you or just might be hindering you will stand you in good stead in the long run. Because... If you don't realize that there are some that are holding you down and keeping you from serving God to your fullest potential, it'll be a sad day when you stand before the Lord and your rewards for service are few. Do you understand that the only reason we should desire to have rewards in heaven is because we have the opportunity to give them back to Christ? We continue on in verse number 8. This persuasion cometh not of him that calleth you. Christ is not double-minded. The Bible is very clear. A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. We will revisit verse number 9 later this week. Let me encourage you to tune in tomorrow. But before you do anything, let me ask you, is someone holding you back from serving Christ? Talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes